Welcome back, welcome back to Han and G spill the motherfucking tea. It's made a return. We it's are here. A return, people. Hannah and shock. And shock that I've semi lost my voice. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be a potty without you losing your voice. So that's that, that's just fair enough. It's okay because it sounds sexy, right? <laughs> hey, this has been very much anticipated the return of the potty yeah it really has hasn't it um no thank you so much for everyone that's been uh messaging constantly <laughs> for mums um no but in all seriousness i'm very pleased to be back hosting the potty with you we've got some fucking yeah. great questions for today's podcast yeah. and guys we're back on the weeklies okay so you saw it on the gram on the sunday the question box and we're going to need more questions for next week that's it. We need them juicy. Obviously true, but we need oh, them juicy. Do you remember when someone <laughs> said, like, this can't be legit. What was it? The car wash one? Oh, yeah. Something like, some, I can't even remember. It was like I'm going through the car wash four times a day so I can get off. <laughs> um, before we crack into things, should we do like a bit of an update? Like, how are you? Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. So much has changed. Mate, I mean, what has changed? You you don't live here anymore. <laughs> I don't live there anymore, no. And uh, you don't work where you work, so... Yeah. I We're mean, just different humans. So, funny. well, yeah, that's obviously... So that's why things have been on the uh, old back burner. Um, so G moved to Manny to live, laugh, love over that way. Um, yeah, and then I have now gone full-time posing with hannah boom there boom. we go just we casual go. fucking congratulations mate and the you're very keen now how many weeks out are you no oh yeah that as well um i'm a couple of weeks out yeah oh exciting <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see mate we'll see what happens we just cool. gotta uh play it out haven't we oh no i am gonna cough though Jeez, <coughs> everyone's just gonna listen. Great. Pause it a sec. Okay, we're back. Deepest apologies, my guys. Deepest apologies. Um, I just had a mini heart attack. Um, but I'm all okay. I've got some water now. There's a so, to do so. Unfortunately, you can't do that. <laughs> just has to be on pause, really, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, if that doesn't tell me to shut the fuck up and let's get cracking on, then yeah, I don't really know what update, does. People. That's the end of the update. Right. <laughs> you want to start? Yeah, man. I'll go with the first one. Let's do so, it. G, Whoa. how do you get over the facts that your ex doesn't see that he's done you wrong? That is the first one that I got. Okay. How do you feel the straight in. How do you get over it? I think it's one of those things where it's like you 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 want to be in a mindset where you don't really need to get over it you just yes. got to accept that he has the brain he has no brain and like he lives in his own little dream world so just let it happen okay you're a fucking mug i'm gonna crack on with my life see you later yeah. Well, that's it. He's your ex for a reason. What he thinks and what he does, it does not does not matter anymore because he's not in your life, right? So the fact that he doesn't know what he's done wrong, it genuinely shouldn't even phase you because if he was the right person, you wouldn't be an ex. You'd be still working through it. So, you know, if he's not realised what he's done wrong, then that is why you're not together. So to begin with like of course it will be like you fucking did me dirty and yeah. you'll probably be a bit lovesick about it but it will pass and fucking it will get brighter yeah just uh, it is as horrible as it does sound it's almost like a, you just have to get on with it you have to just re realize that you cannot do anything about it and it doesn't fucking matter anyway so just him off That's best thing. thing to do mute him on everything that's like my answer <laughs> to everything isn't it just mute them just mute on all social media platforms yeah mute or block there you go easily forget about the fact that he did you wrong <laughs> yeah pretty much. have you seen the next one that's not really yeah 
I actually was gonna I thought I thought you'd do a different one and then I was gonna do that but you know what we may as well may as well address it now you've brought it up so has G got a boyfriend second question um yeah G has got a boyfriend is it actually because obviously like yes we've discussed this as in like ah so I'm seeing this guy but is it actually thing thing hey it's on Facebook Oh my god, the aunties know, the, the uncles aunties. know. That's it. That's when um, you know. Yes, it is official. Um we're on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh not being all, being serious, yeah. I am actually in a relationship now, which is pretty mad. It's a mad thing. Um, oh but yeah, so wait, does this mean that you're gonna be really tame? No, fuck that well, shit. Yeah. No, well, on here, I don't mean like you know you're a wild one, but does that mean you have to uh you know keep everything? No, I don't have a boyfriend that's a controlling cunt, so I don't hey! mouth with anything else. <laughs> you know what? This will be really good because we're gonna have now two completely new perspectives. Actually, I'm gonna ask the the what the question that will probably come up a billion times next week. So how did you meet? <laughs> well, funny story. Uh, we actually met in Ibiza. <laughs> Yeah, so you uh, both went out, right? But with yeah, the so I went, person. I went out with a friend, um, who actually everybody thought was my boyfriend, but he's really not. Um, <laughs> his brother's, his brother was coming out to meet us, and his brother was bringing his friend, and I was just, I don't, I didn't think anything of it. I'm not really, in, I wasn't really in a place where I was looking for a relationship at all, and even yeah. Was, um, and then yeah, just make the vibes, the tension, the the whole holiday. <laughs> it was just like you know when you just know. Uh, yes. And then we got back from Ibiza and like, mate, we ain't left, left each other's side since, really. <gasps> oh, yeah. that is adorable. And you're, you've just left the Lake District, right? Yep, he took me away to the Lake District. Um, Very lucky girl. Very, very lucky girl. Um, yeah, nice to be appreciated. So, happy days. When you're not looking for it, eh? Mate, mate, they say when you're not looking for it, it, it creeps up and bites you in the ass. So I haven't been looking for four years. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're you're next. I'll ask him if he's got any fit friends. I'm all right, you know. I'm too nah. <laughs> I'm, too, <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> um, but yes, to answer the question. G has got a boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Cute. Love that. Next question. Happy um, to see you happy. Sorry. Okay, I'm struggling to get my period sorted. Sorry, I started that wrong. Han and G, spill the tea. Let's go. I'm struggling to get my period sorted um, on the injection, and the doctor don't want me to stay on it for a few more months. This is awfully written. <laughs> I believe he's got so bad. Last time my partner and I had sex, there was a blood clot stuck in his foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I love about this question is the the fact that we didn't even need to know about this because the question actually is advice for contraception. (laughs) I hadn't even read that one before and that's fucking awful. Right, so. Thanks for that unneeded information in there. What would you, you know what, if I was like, if I was a man having sex with a girl and then pulled it out and I had blood clots on my foreskin, I'd be like, what rabies is this bitch? <laughs> you know, like when people like go to be sick, they're like, <laughs> that's probably what would happen to me. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm actually on the copper coil. Um, that is very, very painful for like a couple of months I think I remember I wish I'd written this down in like a diary or something because I think the first like three four months the pain and things like that were really really bad um yeah but my periods were always really really bad so it was something that um I don't know it was like I was just waiting I was waiting for that to settle down to then see how it did pan out I've actually always struggled again yeah with my periods with regards to like my hormones like mate my week I would be like crying almost every day um but I started taking a supplement oh team affinity a team affinity fuck what's it called oh my god I can't remember um 
yeah I mean I mean I can always put I put it on my story all the time anyway but it's by team affinity and um it's the best thing that I've ever done I still I did start taking it at the start of prep so obviously since then I've been in a deficit my hormones you know they're not gonna be as like I want to say prominent just because it's like their layman's term to use. And what I mean by that is when I am at a much higher body fat percentage, I'm very, I'm a lot more hormonal and noticeably. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know if that's something that you personally notice, but like I'm literally like, yeah, a lot more emotional. But it makes sense, right? If you've got more body fat, but. Yeah, of course. Like in a prep, I just lose all emotions. <laughs> don't blame the prep <laughs> yeah, prep, prep fucks my period to be fair but um yeah I've oh yeah i've lost mine but coil um i would you, say what do you have <laughs> uh, the pull out method oh we're back to this <laughs> i forgot hey, yeah, I, am, I am in the process of looking at this by the way are you oh look at gb and yeah, adult no, no not. Can you have a kid please no, I really don't want a child. Please, right now. I want to be an aunt. <laughs> I don't want a child right now, but I'm currently using the pull-out method. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing, but it's not funny. Kids use protection. Um, well, my uh, Lizzie, my Lizzie, my Lizzie, my coach Lizzie was telling me either go copper yes. or marina coil. Yeah, so marina is the hormonal version, right? Yeah, probably. But yeah. I would just say, in regards to this question, right, the only thing that she's put on here that I'm like, Ugh. she said, the doctors don't want me to stay on it for a few more months. I don't really know what that means, right? But I would just say, whatever the doctor says, I mean, this is a nice way, fuck that off, because I swear they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so I think they're basically saying, like, her periods are just all over the place and she's on the injection. And so the doctor's basically saying, come off the injection because it's obviously not fucking doing anything. Do you know what I mean? To stay on it for a few more months. Oh, something alive. Don't know. But in other words, I think you're right in the sense that a lot of the time I went back and forth with doctors so many times. They were like, they tested me for like endometriosis, polycystic ovary disease. Um, oh, they told me I've they told me I'm depressed three times, but really it was like just this week that I was literally like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Um, so you know, PMDD, all that jazz, right? A lot of the time, the doctors just want you in and out. They just want to finish that consultation with you. Not all of them, because I know that there's some amazing doctors that listen to this. And my <laughs> mom's an adva advanced practitioner, right? So I'm not saying all of them are like that in the slightest. However, it is unfortunately something that you really just have to, number one, research yourself, but also spend the time in like, looking at all the different options and using them so you can actually get the pill version of the implant and things like that so you don't necessarily have to just get the implant and just think oh willy-nilly because remember your hormones take so long to regulate if you stay on something for I don't know one month that's not long enough to see if it's going to have an impact on your periods you know yeah, it's one of those yeah. out for like at least half a year, don't you? So that's the issue when it comes down to contraception. Yeah, yeah, it takes a very long time to get sorted. So maybe that's why the doctor's saying stay on for a couple of months if that is what you were saying. Um, um, because you know you need to give your body that time to like actually reach some kind of potential homeostasis. I guess. Yeah, and you want a contraception that works for you and your partner in terms of like you don't really want the blood clot situation. <laughs> So, obviously, whatever you're using right now, I'd say if that's causing that, you probably want to avoid. Yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, if it's only blood, it's blood, isn't it? It depends how bad it is, but... Right, next question. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Get baby wipes. <laughs> anyway, right, on to the next one. Just get in the shower. Yeah, sorted. Or the bath. Get a nice round tub. Anyway, uh, on to the next. Um, Han and G spilled the tea. So I really want to compete. I've done a photo shoot prep and got into the leanest, 
gotten stage oh sorry gotten stage lean in my leanest because I was testing the waters however me in heels is like someone off their nut on pills <laughs> trying to tie trying to walk on a tightrope with the sass of a stoned sheep is there hope for me you know what I think we're both gonna have such a good input in this because that was you <laughs> hey, that that was me right two left feet fuck me man. Honestly, it was awful. And you actually, at the start of your first prep, you pretty much looked like a stone sheep as well. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't good. Everyone who was in bodybuilding at that time, one look and thought, what the fuck is this? Um, So what I will say is like, yes, there is hope, but please don't expect to be like, you know, you see those people that are like really fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Probably not a realistic achievement, right? Looking, I don't know. You say that though, but when you got on your last show stage, I literally was like, "Who the fuck is this? (laughs) Who is this?" (laughs) Only fucking three years of practicing every day. But now, I honestly, there is hope because it's one of those things where it's like anything. Like you will learn it. Some people will take to it like that, right? And some people naturally so good at shit like that you know when people are just really naturally like good dancers or whatever yeah let them do their thing but with practice <laughs> right you will look like less of a stone sheep <laughs> it might take yeah, a so... time, but you will. <laughs> something that I actually really really recommend to people that really don't wear heels don't feel comfortable in them at all is just keep putting them on and what I mean by that is fucking fold your washing wearing them like cook wearing them like just have them on your feet so you get a lot more comfortable with like just changing direction for example or like simply walking because a lot of the time you'll see people and they're able to hit all their shots and things like that but they physically can't move across the stage Um, and that's one of the biggest things that I think makes people look the most awkward if you just need to move to your left and it's like (laughs) every time then that's going to make you feel so much more uncomfortable in all the shots as well so definitely just start to just wear them a hell of a lot more um and booking a session <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like, obviously that's something that you can help with with opposing coaches obviously the walking yeah. but agreed like not like if you can't walk in heels down the street which I couldn't do you got yeah. no fucking hope of looking like that on like how you need to look on stage yeah just remember as well like you don't need to be lunging around I think that's one of the biggest things you know when people take massive strides just you can take really nice small little steps heel toe heel toe little bit of crossover and relax your upper body don't be like fucking shoulders up to your neck it's so hard though honestly I like this I feel for this person because it is so fucking hard (laughs) it is it is but but, when you nail it you feel great yeah And it means that you can enjoy that moment on stage as well, because if you are just constantly thinking about being worried about what, how you're going to even walk, how are you going to enjoy being on stage? You can't. Yeah, you can't enjoy because you're just worried about walking. So practice the walking as much as you would the posing, would you say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Spill the tea. This guy asked me to be his girlfriend after knowing me for 36 hours. Is psycho behavior or should I be flaccid? I've really called things off now, but I don't know if I'm giving him a hard time for being impulsive. So again, I think we'll both have very different uh, views here. So um, personally, bitch run. For me, that's like right. This is gen. Oh, honestly, G, this is no no offense to you in that. Oh, it's, it's fine. Like, it's right. fine. When I, if this, if a guy did this to me, I, it would scream to me, which is obviously not the case for you because you're extremely independent. But it screams to me that they are so codependent on someone. Like, yeah, it would. It would basically mean that they probably were dating someone. 36 hours before that too and they just constantly need to have someone always there and they're completely incapable of being on their own like I I understand that there's like you'd like to say yeah once you know you know and that definitely is the case however you still don't know them after 36 hours this guy could be a fucking paedophile can we just remember that's a day and a half (laughs) 
<laughs> like even I don't move that quickly and, and you slept in that time I'm sure <laughs> unless you're a raver but like at the end of the day you've that means you've probably spoken for like I would say max 10 hours right sorry after knowing her for 36 years, that is taking the piss slightly I won't lie yeah that's a little bit weird <laughs> so yeah no definitely um I understand why you've called things off. Um, you're not giving him a hard time at all. I think that basically means that he just needs to uh, calm down. Obviously, you are just so worth the excitement. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, take it as a compliment, of course. But I, I would approach that situation being like, look, I really like you, right? But we haven't really known each other for more than two yeah so maybe I would say continue chat continue chatting but just yeah take a little step back and keep in mind that he's like that and definitely stay alert to red flags right because I feel like that sort of thing right you need to be alert to red flags because you're right that sort yeah. of person might be like very controlling very dependent yeah like you really don't know what you're letting yourself into after a day and a half and be careful um any girls that he knows for 36 hours <laughs> yeah right don't let him don't let him out your eyesight for more than about that's it that's what i mean though genuinely if someone was like that all i would think is like right so what about if i go away for a weekend you're gonna fall in love with someone else cunt yeah and i just think it's like it's one of those isn't it you have to be very careful in new relationships of love bombing yeah <laughs> yeah fucking hell. for me that would be a bit of a sign of some sort of love bombing right yeah for sure, for sure. Right, okay, so we actually have an update. An update. We have an update. So from all those months ago, we've got someone that has given us an update, which is, um, yeah, oh, my God, madness. Right, so I wrote in months ago about feeling like I'd fallen in love with someone online, but I was married. Your <laughs> advice really helped. Oh, yeah. Um, My marriage was over long before I admitted it. I left my husband, wow. blocked, blocked the guy I met online on everything. Then weeks later, met the most incredible man who treats me like an absolute queen. Anyone out there spending time in shitty relationships leave. You'll thank yourself later for never settling. I'm here for that update. I'm here for my chest split. I'm that video right now. Fuck me it's coming out of the screen and smacking me in the face <laughs> i got a bit emotional and i was just like oh but my chest splits coming in <laughs> hey how sick is that so this woman has put in advice she's left her husband i'm gonna assume we told her to do that and wow. she's fucked off the man who's probably treating her like shit online yeah new man oh i mean weeks after that's madness okay we actually have another update as well quickly oh. Um, just an update over the guy that messaged me on Mother's Day because my mum passed away and I sent all the nudes and sexual messages to his girlfriend's family. He then reported me to the police for harassment, saying I randomly sent sexual messages to his girlfriend's family. I mean, do you remember this story? I don't remember the story. But does... Do you reckon she's typing this from jail? <laughs> so basically, she sent, I'm assuming there was some kind of cheating happening, and she sent all of the messages and all of the news <laughs> to the girlfriend's family. And then they reported it to the police. Fair play, because that is fucking savage. I mean, um, yeah, I, I'm actually a bit speechless. Um, I'm... I'm gonna move a great on. Great update. We've ended a marriage and we've got someone in prison. <laughs> we love to hear it. <laughs> Stick with us for mindset coaching. <laughs> How to spend four years in jail. Right, go on, next question. Right. On to the next. So, Han and G spill the tea. So, I'm not clicking with my new coach. It's not you, Georgie. Lol. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's lovely and knows her stuff, but I don't feel connected to her. What should I do? Okay. Uh, do you want to go first for this? Because this is probably your expertise. I do yeah. have input, though, but yeah. yeah. From the coach client thing, won't we? So, as a coach, yeah. right? 
I'm I'm going to be talking for most coaches here. Some coaches won't be like this, but I would much rather that someone was with me and they were happy than yeah. someone stayed with me and wasn't happy. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, I might be nice, but if you don't click with me, like, I don't like go find a coach that you click with. Like, it's just- probably going to be the same as in like the coach probably also is like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, like it takes two to tango. Do you know what I mean? And like, if you don't click with a with your coach, then please just leave. Like, yeah. and the thing is with the coaching is like, obviously, people when it depends on how big that that woman's client business is. Like, if you only mm. have clients, obviously, it's like it's a bit of a stab in the stab in the heart. You know, when someone yes. regardless. But like, yeah. people make it out to this massive thing, leaving their coach. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. I don't want to leave. I don't want to tell them. But, like, it's cool. Like, it's part of the job. It's part of it, for sure. But I do understand, like, there is an almost element, especially if you've been with them for a little bit of time. Like, it's almost like you've got this really good relation. Like, I say good relationship. Obviously, she's saying she doesn't. But even so, like, you've told them everything about your life. Like, they literally know everything about you, the ins and outs, when you shit, um, X, Y, Z. So... It is sometimes like a fucking breakup when you do leave a coach because you also, you're probably not going to speak to them really other than that. So you're kind of losing a friend. You're losing like a someone that you've got like a lot of respect for, like all these little things. However, there are so many coaches out there for the reason that there's going to be someone that works with you, works for you, and you work so well together, all because it works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I think that is something that a lot of people, they always, like, jump ship maybe to someone that is very popular or, like, a bit of a, like, fad at the minute. But that doesn't mean that they're going to work well with you. Yeah, of course. And you've got to find the coach that works for you. And it is annoying, obviously, when you put money into a coach and you do the whole and it's not perfect but at the end of the day like you've got to make sure it's the perfect fit for the both of you and And it's all experience it doesn't mean that those couple of months so what however many months it was um it doesn't mean that that's like a waste of time you just know it's almost like teaching you what you are actually looking for yeah exactly exactly and it's a difficult conversation to have with a coach when you're basically like oh we just don't really click but (laughs) by the way you're shit (laughs) you don't have to tell them that I guess you could just tell them something else but um... well the thing is I would actually say be honest with them if there is like an actual reason because yeah like at the end of the day if if there's maybe a reason that that maybe their approach how they speak to you things like that it just might be like, oh, I think I need someone that's a little bit, got a bit more time for me, like things like that. Like, for example, there's certain coaches that are really great for first-timer competitors and some coaches that aren't because, like, I personally don't really chat a lot back and forth because I don't really have time for that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Some people need that. They, like, really need that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hopefully that helped. Um, but remember, like long term is what's most important. If you leave and find another coach within a couple of months, mate, you won't even remember. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. This is very true. Um, right. Han and G spill the tea. My boyfriend hasn't had sex with me in five months. Says he's just not interested in having sex and doesn't really want to be pressured. I really miss sex. What should I do? Ah, five months is a long time. Yeah, and from a guy as well. Mm, the thing is, <laughs> the I, I lately I've been really trying to because I almost said that I almost <laughs> said ah oh, from a guy, but I've obviously got quite a few like guy mates and that, and there's some guys that I end up getting on like quite a deep level conversation with, and like they're so similar to us like and like the amount of things that they have like insecurities like you know if there's pressure at work like they their sex drive may go like or it's probably because a lot of the other guys that we're exposed to are all on test e and trend so their sex drive is always very high right but normal people the muggles they actually (laughs) will lose sex drive from like 
yeah work pressure like there's so 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 many things that could come into play so I think it's good that you're communicating because obviously you're saying like he says he's not interested but at the same time he needs to tell you a lot more than that you he can't turn around for five months and just say he's not interested there has to be something more you deserve a a pretty in-depth explanation at that point you need to chat you know Oh, I just don't really have a sex drive tonight. Fine. Right. Yeah. Five months down the fucking line. You no matter who you are, and no matter how much of a secure person you are, that would fuck anyone's head, right? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you are right. Obviously, like work stuff or like high stress. Like obviously that's gonna kill anyone's sex drive, guy or girl. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Being surrounded by men on fucking steroids <laughs> is the issue there. Um so uh I would say it obviously depends, doesn't it? Because if you're in love with this person, you should yeah. understand, really, and you would understand for a bit. But then, yeah, because there's going to be peaks and troughs, isn't there? Like in a long term relationship. Of course. And there's going to yeah. be times where you don't have sex for a bit, and then you do, and whatever. But obviously, five months, like you then need to communicate and say, look, like, yeah. There's going to need to be a time where this happens again. So whatever your whatever the reason might be, we need to get on top of that and squash it as a team. Yeah, that's it. That's it as a team. Exactly. So basically, but you want to outline to him that you aren't just like, nah, just I just want to just fuck like that. That's not why you're also questioning this. It's kind of like, but tell me why. Like, tell me what we can do to maybe make you feel better. Because at the end of the day, you're more than likely not wanting to have sex with her because you're struggling with something else. So and if it's your partner, you want to help them there, right? It's about identifying what it is and then together sorting it out so that you can get what you want and everyone is happy. (laughs) <laughs> and on that note, the next actual question, yeah, this is so just what I'd slither in there, was what do girls really want in the bedroom, G? Right, I feel like this is, like, obviously it's obviously going to be personal preference, isn't it? Oh, my God, so person-dependent. I actually think partner-dependent as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and also, like, situation-dependent as well. Yeah, yeah. You discussed this on a previous podcast when we the girls that think that pretend they like it really really rough gives us it. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are like screaming yeah. for like no reason, like literally shot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think like we don't want to have boring sex because no. it's fucking boring. I I mean I don't know about you personally, but like I don't mind a bit of rough and readiness. I I honestly really <laughs> the amount of questions I get about Dom and Sub, right? It's <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit weird. But um I, I kind of understand. Everyone's on your stories. Well yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely like a good 75-25 split in in the sense that a that 75% <laughs> I like it like to be like rough and ready, like yeah. But then that 25%. You know, when I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a delicate flower. Mate, in it, sometimes you're just like, can you just make love to me? And like, no. Yes, yes, yes. Like, especially in my fragile. Like, I know I normally like your hands around my neck, but for once, can you just nice? For once, just stroke it a little bit. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, that is such a blanket question that, unfortunately... I don't really think that we would be able to answer for all women um because I know I actually know some people that love very vanilla sex I was gonna say I wonder if other girls listening to this podcast like it as rough as us right because it's it's very 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 person dependent <laughs> and <laughs> And when I say partner dependent, I don't know about you, I actually am creasing because all my neighbours are going to be able to hear this. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about you, but like say if someone's really enjoys something, like the partner, if they really enjoy something, I would probably more so enjoy it, even if it's not something that I would necessarily do. It, does that make sense? Of course, yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, I would do something if it meant that they were, like, yeah, fucking loved it. So yeah. communication is also very key. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, I just feel like 
it's you just it's like hot. Yeah, like it's it would so be always awkward like when it happens and like nothing's really said about it or like nothing said in it. <laughs> um, yeah, like literally, I think the best thing is whilst you are like yes in the movies it looks like everyone's like going position to position and like oh it's just slipping and sliding so well okay but that's not always necessarily the case being able to be like oh yeah move this way oh come over oh yeah that left right yeah yeah being able to talk is actually such a good thing i think yeah and then obviously the more you talk about it the better you get together and then the better it just gets this fucking never-ending cycle really um so yeah can you, it's a very hard question because everybody is so different yeah. but the guy asking this question ask your girlfriend <laughs> or if you're single <laughs> just get her to fill in a consultation form before you start get a google sheet <laughs> Google sheet and share it together and you know find out what she likes right you can uh, book in a consult but it's 25 pounds <laughs> yeah if you want to find out on a personal level sorry no current uh, right, my ride or die best friend slept with my other friend's husband newlywed after attending the bride's Hindu end wedding when i told my best friend that i didn't agree with what she was doing continuing to message the husband as well she stopped <sighs> apparently i can't judge her am i wrong like we think there's drama in life that is drama that's, that's actually like life ending drama like all i'm thinking about is the the wife right yeah. imagine being newly married and your husband's a fucking your fucking mate uh, i actually want to just say big up to you for actually saying to her that you do not agree with what she's doing like big up because so many people don't do that so many people just sit there and they just like think oh well it's not my business it's not my drama not my circus not my monkeys whatever and they just allow that to happen so big up you for saying you know what don't really agree with that um the fact that she stopped talking to you because you're judging her you're not judging her you're telling her that at the end of the day you don't agree with it that is your opinion um and you're allowed to have that opinion, especially on some, such a uh, a topic. Um, I personally would not say you're wrong in the slightest. I think for you to be able to express that and say, these are my moral standards. Like, if you don't kind of line with those moral standards, then we need to maybe part ways here. Then that's fine. You're adults at the end of the day. And there's going to be like certain times in life when you're not going to agree with everything. Um, but... I think that the how she's reacted by stopping talking to you, then you don't. That's just pathetic. That Obviously, you need to know, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah, it really does. I think it basically means that she's embarrassed. She knows that she's doing wrong or whatever, but she doesn't know what to do about it. So she's just like, "I'm just going to ignore you because you're actually probably going to tell me sense. So I'm going to just ignore you so I can carry on doing the wrong thing." Yeah. Yep, and no doubt that whole situation will end in tears. Oh, man, that is so shitty. Well, at least you know what kind of person she is. Kind of says a lot, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. Right, on to the next one. So, Han and G spill the tea. My online coaching has taken off the last couple of months, and it's my passion. Do I half my hours and my well-paid job to pursue something I love? I'm scared about my mortgage, which is due for renewal next year. My heart is telling me to go for it. Help. Right. I'll put my two cents in first, and then you can put okay. yours. In. You've basically just done this. Obviously, I <laughs> like. Obviously, I quit. Yeah. I'm a personal trainer a while ago now, but um my my and <laughs> it fucking feels like 10 years mate now it's about six and a half now believe it or not Jeez. um so my best piece of advice is go with your gut right there was something that an old friend told me about fucking six years ago now maybe not that long five years ago she said right this is how you make every decision i think we've spoken about this before every decision that you make in life pretend you've got a gun to red what's the first thing you're choosing 
And oh, what comes okay. out, your, out, out your mind, that's what you do. And I use no. that all the time. Probably not a good thing. But nah. in that situation, you'd be like, right, okay, life or death, what am I choosing? Right, go half the time. Do it. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so the I I think almost thinking more long term with the whole mortgage and things like that. Obviously, that's something that I've literally I'm in. So I have a mortgage on on this place and things like that. So it is something that you always have to be thinking about when it comes to online coaching. It's definitely a lot more. What's the word? I'd say it's quite secure. Like, and what I mean by that is, say you've got. I don't know, 10, 20 clients, you're not going to lose all 10, 20 clients within seconds, right? Unless you're a fucking bell end. So <laughs> hopefully you're going to continually be able to keep progressing, keep improving your knowledge, your service, etc. So you're going to get more clients. What I would say is just make sure that this isn't a rash thing. So yes, you're saying that it's taken off the last couple of months. Still, how long have you been doing it? The only reason I do say that is, again, this is me being a little bit more of a almost conservative about those decisions because I have actually been teaching posing for three over three years, almost four years. Obviously, I started doing that for free anyway and then I started doing it with mates and then I started doing it on weekends then I actually took my job to Tuesday to Friday then when I was like fully booked and for like weeks it was like right now I need to start thinking about things then I put the wheels in motion you know got the uh, a limited company an accountant I literally had everything lined up and I had enough money in the bank for if everything fell flat for six months, I still had enough money in the bank to be comfortable. Yeah, so a sensible thing to do, basically. <laughs> and you are right. Obviously, you want to make sure that you're not just going, oh, my God, it's blowing up and I'm going to suddenly leave. Yeah, because it's great that you're so passionate about it. And when you are passionate about it, in my opinion, not even just like by experience or anything like that, but by seeing how my friends have like developed their passions and things. But when someone is passionate about something, they put so much more time, effort and energy into it. Um, like, for example, um, this is not me speaking ill of the lab or cancer research or anything of the sort, but the last like almost year I was like clock watching I was literally just constantly sitting there thinking wanting to like reply to clients wanting to get clients booked in wanting to like I was just sitting there basically thinking I could do so much more with my time than I am doing right now so when you get to that point I think that's again when you do know if you're finding yourself really happy in life in most aspects but you're not looking forward to work and I'm not just saying oh it's Monday like I'm not on about that but like I say that whole clock watching and things at the end of the day you're in full control of what you're doing day to day so just make sure you're putting things in motion in the background yeah. before you just fuck off basically basically don't make any rash decisions uh no I would say like actually put a little bit of pressure on yourself as well like if you're liable like like Hannah said if you've got all the things set up and it's cool just fucking make the jump because there's nothing quite like worrying about paying bills that will put a rocket up your fucking ass and make you work hard in a business like Mm. that's what I did I was literally like right sick I'm gonna leave my job I've got no real money like if I don't okay yeah I was like if I don't earn x amount of money next month like I don't pay any rent yeah (laughs) yeah sensible thing to do but fuck me it made me work day and night yeah I mean I think it's it's so dependent because that was what did you say six seven years ago so you were like what 20 by the way people oh you were like 20 though right yeah I was so I'd say, like, if this person is around that age, then that is something that, yeah, I actually think it is a good idea to make you be like, right, come on then. Yeah. That is going to push you. But say if you're, like, 30 and you are, like, with a, a couple of other things, then just, yeah, I guess have a, a little bit of a little bit of the both. Like, I definitely put timelines on all my things as well. Like, do you remember I, I was saying to you, yeah. like, I'm giving myself until uh, August if I don't feel any different or I'm giving myself until this time to get this. And so yeah. put those, like, limits there and then you make that decision. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Really good. So probably just a mix of both of our opinions. Me like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just 
<laughs> yeah, but then there's my side that I think I, I, I don't know actually. You I you're feel like I'm careful because I don't think that's a bad thing. But would you say that you're over careful with things like that? So the thing is, I mean, without me going into like therapy vibes, but all through life, like, so I had a job since I was 14 and most of that time I've had two jobs. So I've, and I used to always say no to like meals out. I was always like missing out on things to make sure I had money. So that's, but the past maybe three years, that has been something that I've really worked on in making sure that I'm actually giving myself some fucking like credit time spending my money. Um, so I, if you asked me that question three years ago, I'd say, yes, I was definitely like way over careful, like that it was ruining everything. But now I do think I've got a good amount of balance. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. definitely. Yeah. I would say, say that I'm probably a bit, under careful and maybe you're you can be a bit <laughs> yeah but at the same time that but look at where you're at like yeah I suppose yeah I suppose. you know I think it it warrants is very situation dependent like yeah. you're a fucking awesome the story though would you agree if your heart's telling you to do something always try and do it Yes, I would say put let's get some shit down on paper, some like dates down of what you want by this time, how much money potentially you'd have in the bank and then fucking get Do to it. work. Get yeah. to work. Right, thinking of ending it with my partner and up and leaving to another country. Oh. I'm four weeks out from my first competition. Could this be prep brain? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually, I actually think first prep, four weeks out, do not make any rash decisions. Do not. Yes, I do agree. I think prep is not the best time to be making decisions, as most people know, because they tend to be the wrong decisions. I think there's always a lot of... Depends how lean you are, mate. You could be four weeks out still fat. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. It depends how lean you actually are. What prep are you competing in? <laughs> and how lean um but it depends i would say right a bit more context because how has there been lots of uh kind of um conflict and arguments within your relationship in this prep or was it happening before the prep because mm. it's not being funny but most people in their first prep are absolute dickheads like people don't know how to control their emotions in a prep yeah happen. And you're yeah, a yeah, yeah. moody to everyone you can't you know everything is everyone else's fault not your fault even though you're <laughs> Like, because I was a dick in my first prep. Um, and then your partner probably does hate you. <laughs> so that's probably why you want to leave. Do you know what I mean? But if it's been happening before the prep and there is genuinely some relationship issues there, then yeah, maybe, but probably wait. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I see this, I see people in their like sixth prep and they're still the same. But. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no but on a, on a on a more serious note like at the end of the day you're completely right if you were having issues before the prep and these things have maybe you gotta think even if you're the most like self I don't know self-aware person regardless of that like I, I would class myself as quite self-aware however my patience definitely gets a lot thinner when I'm on prep however that then makes me usually sit there and be like, I am very annoyed at this person, so I'm going to leave. So I just usually walk away. <laughs> but that still makes my patience like very, very thin. If you're with a partner, um, obviously you don't necessarily need to have those boundaries of like not shouting at them. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you probably, you're going to be like potentially on top of each other all the time, things like that. If they're not supportive, if there's someone that's always like, just have one, then it's going to just all pile up. But on, yeah, in my opinion, not on my opinion, oh definitely my wait, just wait. And I'm not even saying wait until your show. I'm saying wait until you are at a much more like level headspace. Um, but then I do say that. And like right now, my headspace is so great. And I'm like 18 weeks deep. So it is just so dependent. Oh, it's so hard. It's so dependent. And because I, I know for a fact, if I was writing in this question, yeah, 
And like I would be set on that. I'd be like, oh, I want to fucking leave. I want to move to another country. And then someone would be like, oh, don't do it. Just wait. I'd be like, I don't want to wait. Yeah. Oh, bless you. No. <laughs> she helped. <laughs> not to not sneeze. Um, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would be like, I'm such an impatient person. So, like, mm, yeah, yeah. Stuff to set on it, I'm thinking, right, I want to do that now. Uh, mm. But don't make rash decisions in prep. Really fucking bad idea. I just think, I think a lot of the time we're, you're almost searching for like that endorphin rush that you get yeah. from food, that you get from like activities, that you get from all these different things. That's why you end up shopping so much on prep because you just want something to come home to. Like that's like, so you're more than likely, you, you could actually potentially be a lot happier in your normal life than you are right now it's just right now you're probably thinking all i fucking got is broccoli so you know i would say take a little step back just make sure that this is something that you think that you would want to be doing even in six months time and then if that is the case just again speak to your partner man why can no one talk to each other <laughs> look i might be losing my idea but i think i want to leave you look man yeah, fucking me off. Um, um, they yeah. might then come back to you and be like, "Do you know what? You're being a right dick. Like you're just being." This an is it. And then you'd be like, "Oh, okay, maybe that is actually what's happening." Yeah, like at the end of the day, you could turn around to him and be like, "Yeah, so this is. I'm just not vibing. Like I'm just something's not happening." Blah blah. blah. And they could turn around and say, "Yeah." I completely agree. Should we leave it here? And you're like, "Yeah, yeah okay." And then you move away. <laughs> Yeah, three weeks out from your fucking show. Easy. All right. Water, water attention. Gone. What water attention, bruh? Moving house to a different country and then flying back for your show. Makes sense. Easy money. No, that was good. Right. Sick. I think that's the end of the question today. That's it. Yeah, we got all of them. And I think that's just under an hour with my uh, little heart attack at the beginning. <laughs> yes. And all of my editing. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> Everybody needs to share some of their stories. Number one, because we're back. Yeah, that's this is gonna be the first ever edited one. But that was only that's completely because of internet and it issues. Was. However, this will not be a recurring occurrence. Recurring occurrence. <laughs> We uh we like to make sure that we don't edit, so you get the real. I'm not going to edit anything out. All the gossip will be in there. All of it, all of it. Um, we'll let you off for the uh, lack of juice today. Um, you know, first little test in the waters back. We understand. Yeah. However, yeah. we won't. We will not accept that next week. So we just came back, and you guys be sending no real juicy questions. <laughs> Make it make sense. People, we will no. not be returning next week unless we get some fucking good ones in that box on Sunday, let me tell you. <laughs> how are we meant to go get a podcast studio? if we? <laughs> yeah, with your shit questions. How are we meant to afford a podcast studio? <laughs> nah, joking, guys. But in all seriousness, we need better effort next week. <laughs> Come on, team. Rally up. Come on, team. <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, mate. Um, lovely to see you as always. Um. <laughs> Let's make sure this gets shared on the stories, please, people, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good and, shout. Um, if you share it on your story, the more shares we get on the stories, the more likely we are to get some T-shirts done. Bang, bang, <gasps> off you pop. That's it. And maybe maybe some hoodies, maybe, maybe. some coasters. Maybe. 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 Right. Hey, right. Thank you so much. Um, we will see you in the next episode. We will see you soon. Bye.